Dave and Darren and the Top 5 Things Podcast. A review of some of the things we get done on our morning show. Marvelous. You can hear every weekday, 5.30 until 10 a.m. My name is Dave. You know my partner, Darren. Oh, hey, Darren. I'm right over here. Let's get into it with the Top 5 Things. This is number one. Number one. Number one. 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 Number one. You've heard the story of this guy that fell off the cruise ship? Yeah, I don't know if I'm buying it. I'm not either. I'm not either. And you know who else isn't buying it? Who? Carnival Cruise Line. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 28-year-old man. So, I like it. I like that we're in lockstep with Carnival Cruise Line. Finally. Finally an issue that we can agree with Carnival Cruise Ships on. It's a thrilling story of survival. This 28-year-old man spent 20 hours treading water after going overboard from a Carnival cruise ship. A rare maritime rescue with a happy ending. The guy's name is James Michael Grimes, or Grimey, as he would like to be called. Call me Grimey. (laughs) He talks about how he had to eat bamboo. Eat bamboo? (laughs) Oh, this story's getting dumber and dumber. Why would you eat bamboo if well, you're you trying something. to tread water? You gotta eat something. Yeah, I would use the bamboo to float on. I've never heard of anybody who's drowning being hungry. <laughs> that their biggest concern I while they're eat. drowning is, God, I'm I could eat. I could eat. I could eat. What is that bamboo? Hmm. I'll chew on very, that. Very briny. Uh, he says. Can he, you imagine trying to pass bamboo? Maybe he thought consuming it would make him more buoyant. Maybe. He also had to fight off jellyfish in the shark-infested waters. They're not even a band anymore. Off the, <laughs> off the Gulf of Mexico. He is the 11th person suspected of going overboard from a cruise ship so far this year. There is a cruise safety website that compiles all of this data. Despite the headline-grabbing tales of murky seas and foul play, overboard incidents remain a real rarity on cruise ships, according to industry data and experts, and a spokesperson for Carnival Cruise Ship said, quote, the only way to go overboard is to purposely climb yeah. up and over the safety barriers. Yeah. This guy's story is that he had a couple of drinks and the next thing he knew he was in the ocean. Okay, sure. Fell off a cruise ship over Thanksgiving week. Survived 20 hours without a life vest. He was on Good Morning America to tell his harrowing story. Yeah, that the was a uh, miracle rescue. That was the plan the whole time, at wasn't it? See, I it was Thanksgiving to remember. James Michael Grimes knows he's lucky to be alive. My worst fear is drowning, and that was something I did not want to have to face. The 28-year-old going overboard a cruise ship in the middle of the... <laughs> That's your biggest fear? If your biggest fear is drowning, maybe a cruise ship's not the best way to relax and unwind. <laughs> yeah. There's something it there's just, something really off with this character. Doesn't add up. The knight saying he spent about 20 hours treading water alone in the Gulf of Mexico. I wanted to see my family. Uh, I, I was alone when I was treading water. I didn't have anyone to talk to. <laughs> That's a shame, Grimey. I mean, um, was dead set on making it out of there, you know. I was never accepting that this is it. This is going to be the end 
of my life. It was supposed to be a Thanksgiving celebration. James Michael and 18 of his family members boarding the Carnival Valor last Wednesday in New Orleans. We were just hanging out, having a good time, watching some live music. And And then uh, I'm in the ocean. And the next thing I know, I'm in the ocean. I'm in the ocean looking for bamboo. Ma'am, I was was enjoying some live music, ma'am. And the next thing I knew, I was in the ocean all by myself. 18 members of my family, not a one of them was in the ocean with me. I thought about changing my name to Bob. Now, I will say... While I don't buy a second of this character story, uh-huh. I do admire the fact that the entire 20 hours he was in the ocean, he never once thought this is it. No. I think after even half... Though that's, even though that's his greatest fear. <laughs> like, as you're watching the cruise ship sail away, and it's very clear that they don't know that you They're fell, not coming back, right, are they? And you see the cruise ship disappear over the horizon. To still think like I could, I believe I got a fighting chance. If I could well, chew, one, I could just find some bamboo to gnaw. Even on. though it's my greatest fear, I know the one thing that will not kill me is drowning. Chit. Yeah. Did you have a few drinks? Uh, I had during the day, and I'd actually did like an air guitar solo, and there was a competition they were doing, and I'd won it, so I'd won a free drink, so I had that, but. I've been drinking all day, and then they gave me another drink, so this is really their fault because I was doing an air guitar solo, and then the next thing I know, I was fighting off jellyfish. They were doing a Natalie Wood air guitar solo contest. Oh, too soon. And then, uh... (laughs) Too soon. I don't know. I think that's why I won. When she asks, have you had, did you have a couple drinks? It's like, oh, this... How he pauses. Yeah. I'm sure the lawyers have told him, do not... Talk about how much you had to drink. You know, <laughs> but you hadn't had like, you weren't like inebriated, had like a ton of drinks. No, ma'am. They're big giant drinks. No. How many drinks? No, ma'am. Uh, I, I was not inebriated. You know those big giant bones <laughs> they have at I, the fair? It, it was my understanding, ma'am, that you could not get drunk if you were consuming a liquor that was in a coconut. Thanks. Do you think you'd had? Uh, it's. I couldn't really say. Around yeah, the when you can't really you can't say, say what when you can't really say how many drinks you've had. That's a bit of a dead giveaway, man. At any time, I can tell you mm-hmm. how many drinks I've had. At any time, yes, I can tell you right now. Unfortunately, yeah. none. Well, it, the the day is young, ma'am. I couldn't really tell you how many drinks I had, but that does not mean I was inebriated. Eleven p.m. that first night on board, James Michael told his sister he was going to the bathroom. What happened next is still unclear. Do you remember leaving and going to find the bathroom? No, ma'am. Oh, well, that's what a sober person, a sober person uh, always forgets that. (laughs) Do you remember falling off the boat? No. You don't know how it happened. You jumped in, didn't you? You jumped in. I would think you would really remember the falling off the boat. Of course you would. That would be something that would be indelible on my hippocampus. No, ma'am. I came to regain consciousness. I was in the water with no boat in sight. So you, for a while, were passed out in the water. Yes, ma'am. Yep. And I can't float myself even when I'm trying to. So they had to be, you know, the Lord was with me when I was out there. No, no, no. You can't float. No, no, no. None of this is real. No. 
You can't float, <laughs> even if you try. I can't even float, ma'am, if I try to float. So the fact that I floated while I was passed out means the Lord had me in his hands and was holding me up. No. If that's true, I'm disappointed in God. Because something was holding me up the whole time while I was passed out. The next day, when he hadn't returned to his cabin, it was a Thanksgiving to remember. But I don't remember. It was with me when I was out there because something was holding me up the whole time while I was passed out. The next day, when he hadn't returned to his cabin, his family alerted the ship's crew. At 2.30, more than 12 hours after James Michael was last seen, Carnival notified the Coast Guard of a missing passenger. We didn't. So in the morning, they're told we can't find this guy. They don't issue that he's missing till 2.30 in the afternoon? Well, he wasn't. no one was really missing him <laughs> yet. <laughs> How many of the 18 other family members do you think were like, this is okay. Uh, I don't think this is he the worst. He would have wanted us to I continue the cruise. No, that this is the worst idea. It had a, a fairly significant search area. It was a potential of over 7,000 miles of ocean we had to search. James Michael was alone in an area known to be a feeding ground for sharks. I thought it was a shark. I mean, I was swimming in one direction, and I looked around, and I seen it at the corner of my eye. Oh, come on. The, the, none of this is real. This is... And it came up on me really quick. And I went under, and I could see it. And it wasn't a shark, I don't believe. But it had more like a flat mouth. And it came up and bumped one of my legs, and I kicked it with the other leg. Oh, yeah. It scared me, not knowing what it was. Or, at the time, how big it was. Or who it All was. I could see was a fin. <laughs> well, which is it? You're complaining you're alone, and then somebody wants to hang out with you, and you kick them. I'm out there, and all of a sudden, here comes Shelly Winters. Avid outdoorsman tried to stay positive and calm, exhausted and hungry. He ate what he could find to maintain his energy. A stick come floating by, looked like bamboo, so I started eating on it. <laughs> come on, eating come on, on it, started eating on bamboo. I, I saw a bamboo stick and I started just eating on it, ma'am. It actually, I mean, I'm not gonna say it tasted good, but it gave some type of flavor in my mouth other than salt water. Was there any point while you were out there where you thought, I, I, I don't know how much longer I can keep doing this? When it started going, getting back towards nighttime again, the water started getting colder. At that time, I thought, you know, how much longer am I going to have to be out here? Yeah, but you just kept she's swimming? Like, yeah. yeah. Yes. I, she's furious that she has yeah. to interview this dummy. I would love it if they would cut away for some B-roll of the, of the ship and come back, and this idiot's just trying to eat the chair that he's sitting in. A bamboo chair. I just, I, I, I love the flavor of chairs, ma'am, and sticks. Sticks are great, too. Um, you know, I, the fall didn't kill me. You know, sea creatures didn't eat me. I feel like I was meant to get out of there. As the sun was going down Thanksgiving night, James Michael says he spotted a glimmer of hope, the lights from a tanker ship, and decided to swim towards it. That was my final little burst of energy the strength that i had i used pretty much every bit of it to try to make it to one of them the coast guard then arriving his miraculous rescue captured on camera when the coast guard got there yeah what happened i started eating the rope that would they was extended me uh, there was the taste of the ship in my mouth <laughs> i'd been known on that tanker 
myself. How about this? I got powerful hungry when in that ocean, ma'am. When someone talks to you uh-huh. and asks you a question, how about you open your mouth and talk, <laughs> you bumble mumble? Uh, they circled the boat two or three times looking for me. And, you know, I was, I'd done taken off my socks and everything and was just waving them around my head, trying to do something where they would see me. And when that light finally hit me, somehow I heard, we got him. And I seen a guy coming down from that helicopter, and it was coming towards me. You know, right then I thought, man, this is, I, I see the light. When the Coast Guard guy showed up in the water, what'd you say to him? <laughs> I asked if he had any sticks, ma'am. I, and then he... He offered me a flare. I started and chew- I started just chewing on I it, st- ma'am. I started chewing on him. <laughs> I'm I'm what you call an omnivore, ma'am. I, I had like well, a, a frogman taste in my mouth. <laughs> Where did you say you're from? I said I heard polar bears eat seals. The first thing I actually told him was I don't have any clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't. <laughs> I didn't strip out of everything. He said that's fine. All right, and I was just like, okay. That's okay, I like it that way. And he told me to hold on to this life vessel, and I was just thinking, thank you. You know, you're like a guardian angel coming down for me. His rescuers believe he was seconds away from not making it. I swam to as fast as I could. Um, as I got to him, I shoved the rescue sling under his arms, and he collapsed into it. He, he had nothing left. James Michael says the whole experience has given him new purpose these were actually the pants that i'd plan on wearing on the cruise but never got to and i put them on this morning and i reached in the pocket and there was something it was a fortune and it says life's a beach enjoy the waves do you think it changed you yes definitely it opened my eyes uh just i take things for granted i reckon or a lot of people do do you think you'll go on a cruise ship again yeah, I will. Really? Yeah. As long as someone I, pays for it. Oh, no. 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 No no to all of this. Yeah. No to all of this. I can't wait to get on another cruise, ma'am. I've got to defend my title as an air guitarist. <laughs> Doesn't add up. No. Nope. None of this makes any sense. None of it. I ain't going to let it discourage me that much. Uh, I might not get within 10 foot of the rails, but I definitely be open to going on another cruise because I really didn't get to go on this one. <laughs> yeah, this oh, jeez. No, 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 no. I feel like I didn't even get to go on this cruise, really. So if anything, I would like a a refund. Two, two, two. Time to time on the show, we share with you a subreddit where people wonder if they're in the wrong. And those are... Folks just asking other folks for their opinion. There's something gnawing at me a little bit mm-hmm. as to whether I did something wrong. Now, this is not that segment. These are people who have written to real-life advice columnists. There's so many advice columns. And what we have here are some of the very best from the last week. I've got three that I want to share with you. Someone writing to a... Uh, an advice columnist called the Urban Diplomat. I guess this is in the big city. They get uh, they have problems and they wonder, oh, am I am I behaving appropriately? And they write to the Urban Diplomat. Was I wrong to start honking at a cyclist who protected his own safety without inconvenience or endangering me in any way? 
I've noticed what, to startle them. I noticed that some traffic lights now allow pedestrians to advance a few seconds before vehicles as a safety measure, which I think is great. But the other day, the cyclist in front of me advanced early along with the pedestrians. I'm sick of cyclists and their sense of entitlement. So I started honking at him. He flipped me the bird, and a couple pedestrians gave me the stink eye. Was I really in the wrong? They, they thought so. <laughs> wow. No, you can't just honk on your horn like an idiot. Uh, the urban diplomat saying, there are thousands of tiny infractions happening in every street corner thoroughfare and bike lane in this city. If you take it upon yourself to police everyone, you'll contribute even more to the general chaos. They weren't really doing anything wrong, but I just don't like cyclists. What do you think of that? Here's somebody who wants to know, how can I get my girlfriend to understand why I'm mad that she uses the same pet names with babies and dogs that she uses for me? <laughs> I just went home with my girlfriend to meet uh, her parents. When I was in high school, uh-huh. when I was in high school, I was going out with a girl, and then my parents got a dog. Uh huh. They thought they were going to name it the same as the girl I was going out with. Oh no! I'm like, come on, you can't do that. So was the idea that when next time the girl came over, you would introduce. Oh, we, we have a dog it, it, with the same It never got name. to that point because it was just like, you can't do this. <laughs> That's kind of can't. I just went home with my girlfriend to meet her parents and her siblings. Uh, so I'm, I'm guessing this is the boyfriend writing in this, this letter? Uh, my boyfriend! Oh, that one almost got away from us. I just went home with my girlfriend to meet her parents and her siblings and their spouses for Thanksgiving. Everything about the trip went well, Uh except one thing that is really bothering me. There was an infant and two puppies in the house when we visited. Yeah. And my girlfriend called them the exact same pet name she calls me. Honey, baby, etc. Well, that's... (laughs) I wouldn't get too... Those are pretty (laughs) generic pet names. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you calling that dog baby? I'm the baby. <laughs> you mean, why are you going to call a baby a baby? Why are you calling that baby a baby? I'm the baby. Why would you call that dog honey? Her siblings did the same thing with their husbands. I'm not a dog or a three-month-old. I'm mad, and I want her to call me something separate. When I told her, she was weird about it and has been avoiding pet names ever since. How do I get her on the same page? <laughs> you know that baby and, and honey is like a catch-all, right? Hi, baby girl. Right? Why do you call me dude? That's not right. I, uh... <laughs> baby and honey. Driving him crazy. You know, that's pretty universal. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought I was the honey baby. What? I want my you own... just call anybody that. I want my own separate pet name. Mm-hmm. The uh, advice columnist here, uh, Janae Desmond Harris, says uh, <laughs> pet names are used to show many different types of affection 
and you are the one who's being weird here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like it, you're using. She's using a specific pet name. Even if you, she did, what would the problem be? But yeah, oh hi baby. Ah, oh I want to be a baby. Why? Hey there, little choo choo. <laughs> I'm choo-choo. Yeah, I wouldn't... I'm a little choo-choo. I don't, I don't understand what... Why, why is everybody a little choo-choo? I thought <laughs> I was a little choo-choo. But that's my name. At least that's a little more specific. <laughs> as opposed to honey and baby. Sweetheart as well? You call that baby sweetheart. <laughs> You're the one who's being weird here. I like that. But congrats on figuring out how to make a holiday introduction to your significant other's family go wrong in new and creative ways. If your girlfriend's not totally over you by now, just let her know what you'd like to be called and maybe move on. Oh, boy. That's not exactly what he was expecting. No. Your girlfriend is calling babies and dogs baby? But that's your name. Uh. And then finally there's this. How can I make sure... No one ever wears a secondhand shirt from a blood donation center who hasn't actually donated blood. That's pretty specific. <laughs> I like that. So I don't I don't want to see if don't you dare donate one of these shirts, donor t-shirts. Well, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that. If I give a shirt that I got for donating blood yeah. to Goodwill, yeah. it should only go to somebody who has also donated blood. <laughs> because... <laughs> because... Well, then maybe don't donate that shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't do that, so I guess donate other shirts. Dear Abby, the writer writes, Dear Abby... For many years, my wife and I have donated items to charitable agencies. Uh I've been a blood donor for many years. Look at me. Sometimes I get a thank you item, such as a t-shirt with words on it indicating that I donated. Uh I'm not comfortable donating a shirt with such a message. Then don't. The person who receives it might not be a blood donor. While wearing it, the person might be thanked by someone who sees the shirt. Mm Mm-hmm. That person wouldn't have the right to steal the glory and puff out his chest. Stolen valor. It's a shame to trash a shirt. Do you have a suggestion as to what I might do oh, with such an item? Oh, I can't wait item? to hear this. <laughs> you should burn it. I mean, that's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, then use it for to, you know, to wash and dry your car. <laughs> Well, that's what de- a, that's use it as a rag. That's what Dear Abby says here. You repurpose it for something else. Dear Abby says because of your concerns about stolen glory, <laughs> right? Consider using the T-shirts for house cleaning. Yeah. However, if you cannot bring yourself to do that, donate the item to a homeless shelter and consider it publicizing a worthy cause that needs yeah. more attention. I am not gonna give How, my shirt. I, but that homeless person didn't donate any blood. They, they, knowingly donate any blood. Uh huh. Stole they might this. have donated blood when they were asleep at one time, but they didn't even know that it was happening. That wasn't on purpose. That wasn't on purpose. What I did was on purpose. So, where's my parade? Yeah. 
you know, stolen glory. Uh, can't have it. <laughs> uh, someone writing, steal the glory? What glory are you talking about? Someone might puff out his chest with pride ever uh, over having bought a used T-shirt at a charity <laughs> shop? <laughs> when I was younger, I donated blood every 56 days. I never call any glory. I did get cookies and orange juice. That's it. I had one of those shirts. I wore it occasionally. No one ever said anything to me about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your donation. What? Wow. I I like to wear my blood donation shirt so that people, you know, there, think there me appropriately. Been, there have been instances where someone will say, I like your shirt. Mm-hmm. But I typically don't know what it's like. I have to look down to see what it is. Right. I don't typically... Right. Aren't I the greatest hero of them all? Uh-huh. Someone's saying here, in college, they gave us vouchers for lunch at the local pizza place. Ooh. After donating and drinking your cup of OJ, you would get surprisingly buzzed on just one beer while waiting for your free lunch. It was truly glorious. <laughs> now there's the glory. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> and that, okay, one more suggestion here. Someone says, uh, "Do you have a suggestion as to what I should do with such an item?" I do. Another solution you may f- find less uncomfortable is to get a sharpie and mi- mark out the original slogan and write, "I didn't give blood," or "I'm not a blood donor." Instead, then no one will get the wrong idea and start heaping praise on some sneak who's trying to use his $2 Salvation Army shirt to steal someone else's glory. Yeah, just cross it out. Cross out the blood donation stuff. You can't run the risk of somebody stealing your valor. I used to drive blood for years. Yeah, I remember you doing that. And I had, uh, I still have it. It's a nice little uh, quarter zip that says, uh, the blood center, and it says uh, driver. Mm Mm-hmm. You know how many times people have come up to me and say, thank you for your volunteering? Oh, that was great that you did that. Uh, never. Yeah. Number three. 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 Let's beware of darkness. Howl. Remember they did that show for us at Ribco? Oh, yeah. Years ago. Didn't they want to, like, kidnap you or something? No, they came into the uh, the studio. Yeah, they were very cool. And uh, the uh, lead singer let me uh, try on his Louis Vuitton glasses. That's what it was. And it was like, oh. These, yeah, boy, these look good on me. They really did. How is it you never made your way to Louis Vuitton to get your own pair of glasses like that? Because I, I you looked like a superstar. They're, they're too expensive. Well, yeah, I guess they're too expensive, guess. and I don't have glasses yeah, because I'd end up losing them or breaking them. I guess you know I'm no fashionista, but I guess the easiest way to look like a rock star is to be an actual rock star. Uh, it helps. Probably doesn't hurt. Am I crazy? I feel like. I have not seen any Christmas tree operations in the places oh, that I... Oh, selling Christmas trees? Yeah, all the places in town that You know what you... I've seen that's uh, a little more popular this year? What's that? Selling little trees. Little tiny teeny trees. L- selling like tabletop trees. Hmm. What do you do I with mean, those? For pro- well, it's, it's just not as big a commitment. Is this for all these people that live in little teeny tiny homes? Maybe. But it just seems like all of the intersections where I regularly would see Christmas trees, you know, the, the, the pop-up shops that show up, they're not there. 
Am I way off? I don't know. I mean, like, there could be like a uh, organization that is selling trees for uh, to support a certain cause or something. Yeah, but usually they're they have a place, and you see a bunch of trees. Are they selling trees over at the like the Brady Street Stadium area? I'm telling you, well, and I drove by recently. There? I didn't see it, but you know, maybe I maybe it's been a while since I've driven on Brady in that part of town. That's not true though. I took I just took my kid to a drum lesson last night in that neighborhood, and I didn't see it. Maybe I maybe I wasn't paying attention, but that's the sort of thing I normally am able to to see and recognize. You know. Now, when you go to the drum lesson, mm-hmm. uh, do you what? what I you, sit in the car. You don't go to like Chuck E. Cheese or anything. No, I certainly don't. No. Get a, get a beer. And... No, I have considered maybe getting uh, some uh, Mongolian Grill. Ooh. Maybe knocking one of those out. But uh, I'm in, <laughs> right. But I'm in this weird place where I lost my debit card last week. Oh, yeah. I think I left it in the in the gas pump. Do you have a new one coming? Yes. But you don't have it yet. I don't. You should get it soon. Are you getting it today? I mean, I hope so. Are you getting it today? I ho- I'd, I'd better because without a debit card, I can't. I can't well, do anything e- except that. Uh, it cuts down on spending. I have saved a lot of money. I might start regularly losing my debit card. You know what I did this weekend? Beca- Nothing. Because, because I had resources. I had already, you know, mm-hmm. I had I had gasoline. Mm-hmm. I had uh, had something to eat mm-hmm. and some beer. <laughs> I didn't spend a dime this weekend. Yeah, good for you. And that feel, feels good. Yeah. No, that's that's great when you can pull a weekend off and not spend a dime. Uh huh. Well, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, I can I can get. That I'm just done. I'm just telling you it can be done. Yeah. Well, if you know, it, and if anyone can do it, it's you. What does that mean? Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is fast approaching, and people are are getting their trees. This is, I mean. This is the time to get it, right? I mean, we're almost to the point now where yes, if you don't... If otherwise, it's, it's like, what's the point? Yeah, if you don't get your tree by now, what are you doing? Uh, there are some tips here to help make sure that you get a... Uh, if you're getting a real tree, how to get the best tree. You want to make sure it's got a fresh and glossy look. So you want to look to the needles and make sure that wherever you're buying your tree has been spraying the needles to keep them fresh. If you brush your hand through the tree and a lot of needles fall out, or if it catches on fire, don't <laughs> just if just the friction from moving your hand through the tree Sets causes the, it to start a blaze. You don't want brother, that one, brother. That ain't your tree. Too dry. <laughs> if you brush your hand through the tree and a lot of needles fall out, it's not for you. It's old. Avoid it. You should also check to see how your tree has been stored while it's there. Because it's possible it's been propped up too close to a heater, and it could be dehydrated. You don't want that. Yeah, go ask all these questions to the guy with the chainsaw. (laughs) How about a fresh cut? Where have you been storing these? Are they... (laughs) Sparky, I have a lot of questions Uh about, (laughs) about this. You know, I'm seasonal help. <laughs> now, how fresh is this tree? Sir, sir, 
sir, could you turn that off? Sir, I have questions. Uh-huh. Sir, I my I drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> sir, I hey uh, about the tree. Okay, thank you. I'm wondering how fresh this tree is. Okay, all right. Well, you're clearly busy. Just wait over here. Are there any roasted chestnuts? I find that's very festive when there's roasted chestnuts. No? No? Okay, all right. Yeah, go ask him all these questions. See how that goes. They don't, you don't want a tree that's been kept near a heat source because that dehydrates them. When you choose... Where is your heat source around here? (laughs) My good man, might I ask, where is the heat source around here? What are you you doing? Okay. The the other thing is when you take it home, you want to see if you can put the tree up where there's just a couple hours of sunlight a day. You you put it in in the window and it gets all that sunlight, it can get too hot. And you don't want that. You don't want the tree getting too hot. They also suggest using LED lights rather than the uh, incandescence. Or tiny little candles. <laughs> Don't do that. They also recommend trimming your tree after its first trim at the place where you get it. Sap will have formed at the bottom of the trunk from the first trim in an attempt to heal the tree's wound. Giving it another trim before you put it in water will remove this allowing for much better water consumption. All things to consider. I've never had a natural tree in my life. Really? Yeah. yeah what I've, about a I've, natural woman? <laughs> <laughs> How does that make you feel? Well, <laughs> Consider yourself zing. Zing of the day. Four. 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 Boy, the Grinch is having a moment. Really? Especially here in town in the Quad Cities, there's the Grinch truck. Have you seen this? No. It drives all around, I think, Tuesday through Sunday. I think they take Monday nights off. Uh, it's EVS Mobile Repair. He, he decks out his truck to be all Grinchified. Okay. And drives around town and, and goes to various Christmas, local Christmas functions. The Grinch truck, a lot of fun. You'll you'll spot it around town, and you'll know it's the Grinch truck when you see it. I'm being followed by the Grinch truck. You're not going to wonder. Am I getting? Am I paranoid? When you see this thing on the road, you're not going to say, "I wonder if that's what Dave and Darren were talking about." You'll know it's the Grinch truck. There was also a, the City of Moline Parks and Recreation Department did a fundraiser where you could Grinch your neighbors. You. Would, will find a Grinch sign in your yard. Uh, this is going to happen a little bit closer to Christmas, 19th, 20th, and 21st. This is in Coal Valley and Moline, where you could Grinch somebody. They get a sign in their yard that says that they've been Grinched, and then there's a bag of candy-filled rotten eggs that are left uh, in your front yard. That was uh, something they did as a, a fundraiser for the Moline Parks Department. Grinch is everywhere. People like to dress up like the Grinch. I think I saw Christmas. some people uh, in some of the NFL games dressed up as the Grinch because, yeah. quite frankly, it would mm. be a warm outfit. Well, I was I was looking back on some some memories of back when we used to do the Santa bus 
when we don't kind of dress up like Santa and go from place to place. And people Dick. still people still do that. Um, uh, it's not something I'm doing anymore. No, that's some that's that's so more. Yeah, of it's a, a young man's game. It really is. But the more I think about it, dressing up as the Grinch and going on a bar crawl might be a better idea. Where do you get that outfit? Well, it's widely available. Although, be careful where you purchase it. Because this mom says that her ill-fitting Grinch costume has left her children traumatized. In what way? This woman whose name is, swear to God, Angie Dickinson. It's not that Angie Dickinson. A different Angie Dickinson. Uh, She got a Grinch costume from Amazon. This is like, this would turn into some sort of dream. (laughs) Where it's like the Grinch is hovering over me and then all of a sudden it turns into Andy... Angie Dickinson? Uh, listen, if it's if it's Pepper Johnson uh, in color, I'm okay with it, it. In a scene from All the Pretty Maids in a Row. Was she was she Officer Pepper Johnson? Pepper Johnson. That, well, her last name wasn't. Was it Pepper Johnson or Pepper Anderson? Policewoman. In color. In color. Angie Dickinson played the role four seasons on NBC. She was, in fact, Darren. Pepper Anderson, you are correct. <laughs> Sergeant Pepper Anderson. Oh, she was a Sergeant Pepper, was she? Uh-huh. Let's see what you did there. That's right. Mm. The mom in this story, Angie Dickinson, goes to Amazon, buys this Grinch costume. She thinks this is going to be great to wear for the holidays. I'm going to be, oh, I'm going to make so many people happy as the Grinch. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Now, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be perhaps that his shoes were too tight. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart Two sizes too small. I'm not willing to blow past the idea that his shoes are too tight. That would be a reason to hate Christmas. You don't want an enlarged heart. (laughs) That's the lesson of the Grinch who stole Christmas. Better to have a heart that's two sizes too small than an enlarged heart. He gets around pretty good for a guy with uh, such a tiny little ticker. Yeah. This mom buys the Grinch costume. It's all those breathing exercises that he's learned. (laughs) Max, stretch with me. (laughs) She puts the costume on, this mom in this story. Yeah. Complete with the Santa hat. Yeah. And her daughter was left horrified, saying that she looked more like an alien than the Grinch. I don't know. It's it's not the... No, you look like the Grinch. Yeah. don't blame the maker of the outfit. That's what it's supposed to look like. She says what we thought was Did you coming. say ill-fitted? Ill, well, she says ill-fitted. Ill, it doesn't look ill-fitted. Yeah, uh, I think... Looks like the right size. Yeah, when I heard ill-fitted, I thought, oh boy, what is this going to be? Uh, she's 43 years old, and she says what we thought was coming was this nice Grinch outfit, but what turned up was like something off of the screen Oh, no, 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 no. It looks fine. My baby was playing with the mask and actually loving it, but my 17-year-old said, oh, my God, Mom, get away from it. Get away from it. It's awful. She didn't like it at all. She was a bit traumatized. It's a scary mask, and it's more for Halloween than Christmas. Yeah, she usually, she says, dresses up as an elf at local events and has done so for the last five years, 
but she ordered the Grinch costume this year. You know, time to mix it up a little bit. Everybody's tired of my elf bit. I've got to mix it up. But when it arrived on Thursday, November 29th, she said she was equally angry and tickled by the costume, which she says looks nothing like the Grinch. Now, see, when you don't wear it in context, here she is just wearing the mask. When you don't wear it in context, it looks like Planet of the Apes for St. Patrick's Day. Well, that's different. But that's, that is it. That's the mask in this picture here. Yeah. But when it, you have the context of everything, everything fine. it makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. She says, I was expecting it to look like the picture on Amazon. When I opened it, I looked at it, I put it on, and I was now, laughing. Now, that would be a very specific type of party. Hmm. A Planet of the Apes St. Patrick's Day party. <laughs> Get your hands off me, you damn dirty apes! <laughs> it's a madhouse! Ha <laughs> madhouse! Yeah. Okay, that's what we're doing in 23. Dave and Darren's Planet, Planet of, of the, the Apes St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day party. You did it, you maniacs! You blew it up! <laughs> damn you! Damn you all to hell! That's what we're doing. Dr. Oseus. <laughs> Come on. The Planet of the Apes St. Patrick's Day party with your host, Spank the Joke Telling Monkey Puppet. There you go. Will you write this down? I don't want to forget this. Did you hear this? You heard this? <laughs> In the end, we'll just bury like a St. Patrick's Day. Have the, if we can't have the Thanksgiving Day parade. Which the city said we can't anymore. Right. We'll just have the, the yeah, we'll have Spank that. Spank Patrick Day. Yeah. Hosted by Spank. That, that'd be perfect. Are you telling me it's a planet where apes evolved from men then? <laughs> Make that happen. Yeah, we can have it at, we'll have it at the ballpark. Mm -hmm. uh, just because it, the, the season hasn't started. There it is. The planet of the apes St. Patrick's Day party. party. It makes as much sense as anything else. <laughs> you maniacs! You did it! <laughs> well, she left a negative review on Amazon because she wasn't happy. And then she messaged the seller on Amazon. And they said, well, look, we'll give you a full refund, but you got to remove your negative review. Yeah. So... They're gonna. They're maybe gonna I will. Maybe gonna, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. They're gonna. <laughs> they're gonna give her a refund. I don't think it's that bad. I don't know what she was expecting. A, the, the Grinch is a cartoon character, who's best represented in cartoon form. The you're the one that put it on in front of your tiny kids. <laughs> yeah, and and it's not ill fitting at all. It looks it looks about right. Maybe you got too many kids. <laughs> you ever think about that? You ever think about that? That you should maybe uh, find another hobby? Five. 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 Number five. Woman here says she has an affair every Christmas. And that is her way of celebrating the holidays. <laughs> Some people go to church. Uh -huh. Some people go out shopping or Christmas caroling. Uh, she sang. The, I the, get a hookup. The way the way she likes to do things is have a little bit of a Christmas affair, and the reason she says she has an affair every every Christmas 
is because her husband is too tired to help her wrap presents. <laughs> Woman that says sounds, she, That sounds like quite an excuse. Well, he won't help me wrap presents. So what am I what do I gotta do? I mean, I gotta do this. Woman says she has an affair each Christmas because her partner refuses to help with wrapping presents, and now it's become a festive tradition she looks forward to. The woman known only as Katie says her husband works long hours and is always tired when he gets home, leaving his wife neglected during the holidays. And because of this, he doesn't notice when she goes out and he isn't distrustful enough to ask any questions about what she's up to. And again, how does this become a news story? She says the annual tradition began as a way to blow off steam. But now, she says, it's her very favorite part of Christmas. Oh, I just love it. Quote, my husband works long hours and crashes when he gets home. He doesn't even notice if I get my hair cut or I'm wearing a new top, let alone when I'm out of the house. I get a thrill each time. I never thought I'd be that person who gets a thrill from cheating, but wow, it's something else. No matter how many times I've done it, I still get nervous every time. So it's a massive adrenaline rush. I still remember my first boyfriend. We met on... He was a, what? My first... <laughs> Oh, wow, that one almost escaped us. Good catch, Darren. Who was he? My friend! <laughs> I still remember my first boyfriend. Sure you We do. met on illicit encounters and had planned to go on to the Christmas tree lighting okay, in so his local town. All right. Nothing too serious, just one evening in the week. He lived an hour away, so I needed an excuse for why I wasn't going to be home until late. I have no idea why, but the first thing that came to my mind, I panicked and ended up telling my husband that my friend's cat had died and I needed to go and be with her. How many, uh, how many friends you got with dead cats? <laughs> you could keep this up. She uh, planned her, uh, this affair through a website that helps married people that want to have affairs, apparently. Well, that's, uh, that's almost... <laughs> no pun intended. Mm -hmm. That... That almost sounds like cheating. <laughs> if you're using a website to hook up and... Yeah. Yeah. It's not very organic. Yeah, that should be. I mean, it's not... It's you you not wanted happening. to cheat on me, but you couldn't even take the time and initiative to do it on your own? You, you had to use the internet? Yeah, that does seem... I think that would make me even madder if there was some sort of infidelity in it and... and you, you didn't even put any effort no, into this no. hookup. <laughs> You're just phoning this in. Yeah, what is this? Anybody can just... She insisted it was a way to take control at Christmas. And she says it brought a little bit more cheer into her life. Quote, I like to think of it as taking control. He mopes about the house and groans at any mention of Christmas activities. He's a mope. He never wants to do anything festive. Why should I suffer for that? This way we're both happy. I get my kiss under the mistletoe... And he uh, can have a couple of beers and doesn't get dragged around to celebrations he doesn't want to be at. If anything, I'd say I'm helping him. I'm giving him the space he wants. Who's the real hero? <laughs> Not pressuring him to come out with me. I leave the house clean and tidy when I go away for the weekend, so he never has to do any of that. And if you ask me, he's got a pretty good deal here. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for coming up to five years now, and honestly, it's made me so much happier. 
I know people are going to come at me and say I need to divorce my husband or tell him how unhappy I am this time of year. I do love my uh, husband. This is just my own little Christmas tradition. It's a Christmas miracle. My treat to myself. Some people do Christmas cards, a trip to church on Christmas Eve. I join this website and I find myself a winter boyfriend. So there you go. Her argument is that she's saving Christmas. This is my own little stocking stuffer. <laughs> nice stocking. Uh, thanks. I just had it stuffed. You got that right. She says she has five rules for her winter boyfriends. Okay. Number one, no strings. If he's in it to catch feelings, this isn't going to work. No strings attached. Two, no messaging after hours. That's between 5 p.m. and 8 a.m. Off limits and don't call me on weekends. Three, I want experiences over gifts. I want to go out and see things. I don't want to have material gifts that I have to hide or I can't explain to my husband. Four, I will never share with you where I live or give you my full name. I don't need anyone trying to pursue things when the holidays are over. And five, after January, you will be blocked. And you have to be okay with that. Boy. I will not talk to you ever again. You sound like good rules. <laughs> really thought this through. Yeah, I do love how she she's basically saying that she's saving Christmas. You know, if it wasn't for me, uh, Christmas would be Would have ruined. been ruined. It wasn't for me out tramping around for the holidays. This could have turned into a real disaster. <laughs> I'm sure when he finds out, he'll be uh, thrilled. He'll be, he'll be really happy. Ho, ho, ho. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. That was Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. We'll have another for one. all you do. We'll have another one of these for you real soon. Until we get a chance to do that for you, hang loose, kooks. You stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Dabbing for Yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out. Come on. And it just don't stop. East Moline. Yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it! Stand clear of the closing doors, please.